The Knicks have until October 23rd to extend the manual quickly. And while they're still making that decision, whether to extend them before the season starts or let them go into restricted free agency, it should be noted that according to one NBA insider, several teams are monitoring Emmanuel quickly and his status with the New York Knicks. And if he doesn't sign that extension with the Knicks, best believe some of these teams are going to be calling to ask if Emmanuel quickly will play for them instead of the Knicks. We're going to break down that report and we're also going to look at what Grant Hill, an NBA legend, said about the New York Knicks and where he believes they'll finish in the East. All of this and so much more today. Let's get started. Several teams are reportedly monitoring the Emmanuel Quickly situation in New York. This is very important news because obviously the Emmanuel Quickly situation and his contract extension has been something every Knicks fan has been waiting to hear updates on since the offseason began and we still don't have an answer on it. The last we've heard though is that sides were a little bit apart in terms of money. The Knicks wanted to be closer to 80 million and Emmanuel Quickly wanted it to be closer to 100 million. Hopefully they meet somewhere in the middle and a deal gets done because if they don't, According to NBA Insider with the New York Daily News, Kristen Winfield, he reports that several teams are currently monitoring Emmanuel quickly and could go after him if he becomes available. According to the New York Daily News, they state that teams like the Magic, Spurs, Pistons, and Jazz could be monitoring quickly situation. And if he hits restricted free agency, they can make a massive offer the Knicks may be reluctant to match for luxury tax reasons. According to the New York Daily News, they state that teams like the Magic, Spurs, Pistons, and Jazz could be monitoring quickly situation. And if he hits restricted free agency, they can make a massive offer the Knicks may be reluctant to match for luxury tax reasons. And Emmanuel quickly said the following about potentially becoming a starter. Obviously, everybody, I'm sure in any profession, you want to continue to move up your rank. That's what he said when he was asked on Friday if it's a goal of his to become a starter. Whatever the team needs me to do, start, come off the bench. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. This is a major update here given to us by Kristen Winfield of the New York Daily News because now we know if the New York Knicks do not extend quickly and allow him to go into restricted free agency, the Magic, the Spurs, the Pistons, the Jazz could all be in play to add Emmanuel quickly to their roster. And you know what? Here's the kicker here. All of these teams can actually afford to add Emmanuel quickly. And in terms of their trajectory, they need a young budding star. So quickly fits that too. And that's essentially what Christian Winfield actually mentioned in the article. He stated that each of those teams are in the market for backcourt help. They project to have at least $40 million in cap space and fits Quickly's timeline as a young team building with budding talent. Quickly's best fit, however, is proven on a Knicks team hoping to build on last season's second round playoff appearance. Now that's exactly what we can agree. Emmanuel Quickly should be with the New York Knicks. I fully believe that. I don't want to trade Emmanuel Quickly, if you actually believe it. I don't want the Knicks to make that move. And trade away Emmanuel quickly because I believe IQ is going to be an amazing player for this Knicks team this year and in a few years from now as well too. He just keeps getting better and better. I see his game elevating each and every year. 
I don't know why we wouldn't see that again this year. He was coming off of a year last year where he was a runner-up for six man of the year. In my opinion, Emmanuel quickly has earned a starting job over Quentin Grimes. I think they should switch. I think Quentin Grimes should come off the bench, and I think Emmanuel quickly should start. And if you're going to start Emmanuel quickly, I have no problem with you giving him $100 million. But if you're going to continue to keep Emmanuel quickly on that bench, his ceiling for the Knicks in terms of paying him needs to be $80 million. Maybe you meet in the middle with $90 million plus a $10 million kicker in incentives. That way you get it up to $100 million. But that's only if Emmanuel quickly shows up and does what he needs to do. So in that way, both sides may be able to agree. And I think that's exactly what happens. They meet somewhere in the middle with incentives. And if that happens, that's actually a good contract. And it's a movable one. Which means that even though they sign him, don't think it's all going to be roses and all these great, amazing things afterwards. Doesn't mean that at all. What it means is he may become a trade piece or he may be the center of a trade package down the line for that star, rising star, or superstar that the Knicks are craving for right now. It might be a means to an end. You don't want to see Emmanuel quickly go. You don't want to see a lot of these kids go. But we have to be realistic. If the New York Knicks are going to upgrade their roster with the cap, with money, and all these other things, regardless if it's free agency or trade, they're going to have to let go of some of these players. You may not like it, but that's really what the reality is. You should make peace with it, because I already have. I may not like it, but I'm reserved in my right to feel the way I feel. But the Knicks need to fix this situation immediately. Reports are out there that other teams are looking at possibly one of your best players on the team. And they might get him for free, because if they offer him crazy amounts of money, and you can't match it because of the luxury tax, you're going to let him walk for nothing. Either trade IQ for a significant piece or re-sign him and trade him later when his value is even higher and potentially land you a bigger star. Either way, the Knicks, in my opinion, would do the best and would benefit them the most if they gave IQ that extension. October 23rd, TikTok. Time is ticking. What the New York Knicks will do is anybody's guess. I believe they will extend the manual quickly. But who knows with this New York Knicks regime? They may not do that either. October 23rd, we're all going to find out the answer. Grant Hill actually believes that the New York Knicks will win 47 games this season. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why is that something newsworthy? Why is it something to talk about? Because didn't the New York Knicks win 47 games last year? Yeah, they did. But... The reason it's noteworthy is because the over-under on the New York Knicks right now is about 45.5. So if you pick them at winning 47 games, it's actually looked at as a positive take versus a negative take. Given how much adjustments that's happened in the East, given the shakeups with Boston and Milwaukee, you got to figure with all of that happening and other moves happening in the East with Cleveland, how are the New York Knicks winning 47 games? That's why a lot of people are calling what he's saying a positive take. Well, let's see exactly what he said on NBA TV here. According to Grant Hill, he said the following. I think the Knicks are going to be better this year. I think they're going to take a step. Not a big step. 47 wins last year. I'll say 47 again this year. Now, that's not a huge stretch. And if you're looking at it, it's like, how are you saying a step forward 
even a small step, if they haven't moved forward from last year? Well, I think what he means is all the players in totality are going to take a step forward. The team is going to take a step forward in terms of chemistry. But also, I think even if they get to 47 wins this season, it absolutely will look like a positive thing for the Knicks because the East is stacked. Folks, the East is loaded now with Boston and Milwaukee. We saw last night with the Knicks against Boston. That first quarter, the Boston Celtics dropped 41 points. I think they made nine threes in the first quarter, six threes, some absurd number. They can rain it down like nobody's business. We have to be concerned. We have to look at those type of things. And if you're watching that as a New York Knicks fan, you have to put it in perspective to say they're going to be difficult. But we have to be honest. The East is more difficult. Celtics, difficult team. Cavs, difficult team. Milwaukee, difficult team. All of these teams, difficult teams have gotten better. So the Knicks getting to 47 wins or even past that would absolutely not only be something past the imagination for me, because I have them around 45, 46 wins. Of course, they could get the 47 wins. It's plausible. But that would be a great win count to have in this Eastern Conference. If you get more than that, hallelujah. That would be amazing. But shout out to Grant Hill for even giving us this props and this praise. Didn't have to say that. But the fact that he did means a lot of people are looking at this Knicks team to do something in this Eastern Conference, even with the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks of the world. And like I said before, that three spot in the East is open, wide open, open for business. Any team can take it right now. It depends on if that team can get off to a hot start and everything clicks. The Knicks, riding this wave of continuity, riding this wave of chemistry, you can make the argument that they have the best chances to get off to that hot start. Will they? I don't know. That remains to be seen. But if they do, they will absolutely make a lot of noise this season in the Eastern Conference. But what about you guys? Let me know in the comments below. What do you think about the Emmanuel Quickly situation? Will the Knicks eventually re-sign him or will he head into restricted free agency? And what about the New York Knicks in the Eastern Conference? Are they winning 47 games? More? Less? Let me know in the comments, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. If you liked it, please go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. But of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.